You're listening to the Job Therapy Podcast. Brought to you by the reverse recruiters of FindMyProfession.com. It's time to get down to business with your hosts, Iris Zimmerman and Stephen Lowell. Need help finding a job? Feel like some unknown force in the universe is holding you back? Or maybe you just need career advice straight from the trenches of hiring. Then pull up a couch. It's time for some job therapy. All right, welcome to another edition of Job Therapy. I'm here with Iris Zimmerman, as always. <laughs> I, I, you know, this uh, it's it's 2023. It's a new year, and I noticed this last year and the years before too. Whenever a new year comes around, this topic comes up, and it's the topic of ageism. So, this is going to be a special episode. Uh, we're not going to be answering questions really. We're just, I think, uh, going to be talking back and forth a bit about. Um, ageism, where it started, who started it, um, why it happens, ways to get around it, things like that. So I was thinking, um, you know, Iris, the, the first question I always want to ask people, especially if, you know, I we have to admit, you know, you and I are the two senior yes, people on the we, team. Yes, we are. And there's... <laughs> Yes, I say I hate using the word senior because I, I, I always remember. Don't say that word. It's just a bad word. It's like a four-letter word. Um, and I am more senior than you, so there you go. Yes, yes, and In and age. I I was actually I was actually worried when you took over that spot. I was thinking like, wait, I want I want to so be the oldest. Being the oldest. No, I have that. Now. I did, I did, and I was I was I was the baby of the family, <laughs> and then I was the oldest at a company. It's like, what happened? Yeah, you well, know. I took over so for you. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, well, <laughs> well, let me ask you this uh, basic question: What? When was the very, very first time, like uh, that, you first ever saw, heard, or dealt with ageism in general? For me, or for a possible candidate? Uh, for you, for you personally. For me, I actually, it wasn't until I took a break to, you know, raise kids and stay at home. And going back, that's when I realized it. So this was pretty, this the last five or six years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, now I'll throw it is uh, when, when you first started to go back to look for mm-hmm. work, um, and we don't have to talk about age or anything like that. How <laughs> how long did your how long did your job search take? Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't really have a time frame because I wasn't looking. I was looking for the right job, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, I was very lucky where I didn't have to go back to work. Um, it was just something that it was time. And I wanted to, and I think my husband really wanted me to go back to work as well. So it was all going to be focused on what kind of company, what type of people am I going to be working with? That was always the most important thing to me. So I really took my time. Um, So I don't want to put, you know, I mean, it's been a, and then the pandemic happens. So looking for a job and then being older in a pandemic is definitely not a benefit um but again people weren't hiring things were so different and you know that because you were doing this this particular role so you understand the market more than probably most people um during that time so i'm very thankful but i have definitely had some really unusual 
things said to me prior to taking yeah. this job. You know, I, I, I come from, um, myself, I come from a family. It's very blunt and very direct. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you, my first time ever really seeing or dealing with ageism was uh, 1987 in October, and the stock market had crashed. And my dad, at the time, was 48 years old. And uh, that's close to my age now. And, uh, and I was sitting around the table listening to everyone talk about how his career was over, that they weren't sure like where he'd find work mm -hmm. again. And I was sitting, I was sitting there just, you know, being a typical, uh, uh, 14 year old, just saying like, you all sound ridiculous. You know why? I mean, he can do the job. He can do this. He can do that. And you know, my, my, um, one of my family members said to me, he said like, Stephen, you're such an old man. You know, you're so <laughs> you're an old soul. You're, you're so an old soul. Very <laughs> yes. <young. laughs> and they said, you're so, they said, you're, you're being idealistic. You don't know. Uh, that's, you know, how people are going to look at him when he goes to mm -hmm. look for work. And I, I said, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And they said, well, you will one day. So now when you, when you tell someone like me a thing like that, like you will yeah. one day, my mindset goes into, you know, like protection mode. Like, okay, so now I got to make sure that this never happens to me because I cannot be proven wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so that's I think to myself, to like, life, Stephen. Oh, yeah. And it was. And and so I thought to myself, I'm going to learn everything I can. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to make sure that I do not look like the old kid on the block when I am 48 years old. Now, here's the irony to the whole thing. Uh, my dad, when he when he lost that job, uh, he worked for a company called Bear Stearns. Yeah, um, I remember them well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he went and became a headhunter, which is kind of funny yeah. because, <laughs> you know, now at my age, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing 50. I, I tell people my age and um, I, I, you know, I'm not headhunting, but I am doing something that helps people with getting or job work. hunting. Yes, I am. I am job <laughs> hunting and searching That's for right. other people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's it's funny to say it because I, I really do feel that, you know, Comparatively, back then in the 80s, it was more of an issue than it is today. Um, it was the time was you know, different. We were around, the time was very different. Yeah. And back when our parents were working um, or our dads were working, they had careers. They didn't have jobs. Yeah. They had careers, and they were long, and they were with a corporation or they were on their own, but they stayed in that job. They stayed in that career. Yeah. And that is not the case today. It has not been the case really this entire, like the last 20 some odd years. People job hop and yeah. people switch and people move on to something better. But when you and I were growing up, and granted, I'm older than you, but when we were growing mm -hmm. up, people didn't do that. Our parents didn't do that. Yeah. It was really about an actual career with a company. Um, and there weren't as many layoffs. You know, things definitely changed in the 80s, I would say. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. true. But the way that people viewed a job was very different than the way they view it now. Yeah. Well, let me ask you about that, because that's if, uh, if when when did it start? When did it become a thing that somebody was um, 
too old. Now I have an answer to this. I'll, I'll yes. share mine, you know, in a bit. But uh, when when do you think it started? Like, who could you point the finger at and say you started ageism? How how bad of you? Go sit in the corner. You're not allowed to play with anyone else anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think? When do you think it started? I would say but, grade um, school. No, I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a great question. I can't wait to hear your answer. But I think it's always yeah. probably been there. Um, there's something about youth. There's something about vitality. There's something about being young and not having the commitments that someone might have once they're married and own a home and have automobiles and have children or have pets and you know, go on vacations, etc. So there is something being young and that mm. youthfulness that companies tend to like because, you know, yeah. It's just uh, people are more moldable than we are once we've been yeah. working and we become, I'm a different person now than I was when I started working. Um, but that's what happens. You grow, learn, you For develop. Sure. And, and it's an interesting thing too, because you know I, I deal with a lot of um, new graduates mm -hmm. who tell me that their version of dealing with ageism is that they're viewed as so young that they don't have the experience to do a job. And I, I laugh hysterically at that because my view of it is, is that you are just a ball of clay to somebody who, you know, looks at somebody who's young and says, I was like that once. I'm going to now form this ball of clay into what I always wish I could be. Yeah. And honestly, you know? I think that if you're young and that happens to you, you're very lucky that you've been mentored. Yeah. Um, you know, we do the same that we do the same work. So I worked with a couple of individuals who were right out of college. And it's interesting yeah. to me how some of them are having difficulty landing the job because they don't have experience doing certain things. So there's like a catch 22 with that as well. And you just hope for that one person who's going to take that chance and be willing to mold that person and mentor that person. So, yeah. And it's, that's what we have and to it's, find. It is. That's, you know, that's an interesting thing you bring up there too, because, you know, there, there is that aspect of things that if you're presenting yourself to a company, even if you are at, um, you know, 55 years or older, and I've had plenty of clients this way, you, you almost in a strange way have to present yourself as, moldable <laughs> when when you know things that somebody has yet to, that's somebody's going to find out in about 10 or 15 years you know and and i i um i think back on my career and i think about you know 15 years ago going into tech and thinking that i was so smarter so much smarter than most people and then 15 years later um the the 28 year olds who hired me when i was 35 you know, they're all millionaires now. So <laughs> I know those people too. Like, like, I worked with them as well. Yeah, it's like, it's they like, just made better decisions. You just remember. You know, so I could be on the front lawn <laughs> shaking my stick at them. But but um but you know, I, I tell you the place where I I think about this a lot because I, I try to I was a history major in college and so when I look back at things I'm like, when did this all start? And I look at I look at the time because there's almost like 
there's almost like a, a new United States that started after World War II. It was, you know, this baby boomer generation that comes in. Everybody gets back from the war. Everybody is, you know, having kids. I, fir I firmly believe that ageism started in the Mad Men era. Uh, and and I, I specifically point to the very first company to ever do it. Um, it was, I believe it is started by advertising back in the early 60s when they started marketing toys to children instead of parents. And the first time that they ever did that was with uh, a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. And and the way I look at it, like if you look at commercials now, and it, it bothers me, it really does, um, even though they're funny and I can mm -hmm. laugh at myself, I don't take myself seriously. It's, it's uh, you know, but like when I look at the commercials for like progressive insurance, you know, like are, are you becoming your parents? Mm -hmm. Or they show, um, you know, some, some child with an iPad who is very quick and dancing around on the skateboard while using an app and talking to friends. And then they, they cut to the parents who, you know, who are just clueless and don't know uh, how to use it. You know, like, so, so it's almost like this belief system that's been created through, <clears throat> through advertising that, you know, if you're young, you know, technology, you know, everything. And the older you get, the more bumbling you become, you become, you know, the, the, you know the 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 person who needs the child to show them the way, and that that kind of mindset I think does spill over into business, because it's it advertising puts out trends and you know the trends of buying a car. You deserve this. You deserve comfort. You know, and and it's uh, and really no one owes anyone anything. No, no. <laughs> absolutely. Just just because you. Just because you bought a $70,000 Lincoln Navigator does not mean that, you know, you deserve to have everyone else on the road not drive terrible. And it's it's just the same thing with, with advertising, where if I am selling a product and I want the child to buy it, I'm not going to sell it to the parents because they're too smart. I'm going to sell it to the child because the child will bother the parents until the parents will buy it for them to keep them happy. It's, it's scary. It's, it sounds like kind of like a twisted strategy, but I see how it so works. Do you think that these yeah. kids that were marketed to are the ones who are yeah. turning the tables and hiring? Well, I think, I think the ones that are, um, you know, it, it's, it's funny because I think kids today, and I'll, I'll say kids, but I, I'm I'm really talking like 18 to 25, um, you know. And, and I I think they are coming out of environments like where everything in business and media is intertwined, and you have, um, you know, so there's there's all the different sorts of don't shaming, no 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 racism, no gender bias, no um, you know. There's there's all these different fights that are out there for equality. But then you have this one that kind of sits on the end of the table that no one's paying attention to, and that's ageism. Ageism, for some reason, is acceptable. It's actually not acceptable, and, but it's only yeah. those that are over of a certain age and over that are yeah. so bothered by ageism now because it occurs. It's alive and well in the U.S. of A. It so occurs. It really does. And, it, and I think everybody... 
I think everybody should consider the fact that if you're 20 now, and this is something my stepmom said to me once when I was 21 years old. She said, the time between 21 and 41 goes by so fast. You're just, it, it goes by in the blink of an eye, and you have got to start preparing uh, from day one. And she, you know, of course, me being young and knowing everything, I didn't listen to that. Uh, of course you not. Know, it's, it's how it always. <laughs> it doesn't know, go by I'm that I'm never going to get out you know. But if you, but if you really, I think, I think the younger generation today is definitely one that um, if you're speaking their language, they'll give you a chance. And that's, that's what I kind of hold on to because I've had clients who were 62 years old who have gotten hired at companies, even though they maybe only have four to five years left in their, you know, in, in their career before they really need to start winding oh, down. Don't say that. You know, cause it, yeah, <laughs> but no, no, I'm cruel. saying between, <laughs> but there's a, you know, my mom was a teacher until she was mm-hmm. 75 mm-hmm. and you know, she passed away when she was 76. Wow. So, so it was, there were parts of what she was doing that was keeping her alive. But, um, Aside from the times being different, you know, today's younger generation is more sensitive to racism, uh, gender bias. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm just going to say all the isms yeah. that are out there. All the bias. I can't even run down the list. But with ageism, to say like it exists out there is this kind of it's OK to make jokes in commercials about, you know, about people being old. Um, but you can't do that, you know, with any other kind of thing. Yeah, I have. Uh, it's an interesting you know, my, point. I, it really, you know, you know, I, I bring up the point because I'm in an interracial marriage, and um, I was interracially married before it was kind of talked mm-hmm. about. Um, then one day, uh, Cheerios puts out a commercial for, um, for for a, a, it shows like a family with a black and white couple, mm-hmm. um, and they were on the couch hugging each other, and they kissed. Well, this goes on YouTube, and the comments blow up with racist remarks. And suddenly there was this backlash of, you know, like the internet is, yeah. you know, every action is an equal and opposite reaction. You yeah. know? There, was this, there was this reaction of, you know, hey, leave that alone. You know, that's okay. Don't do it. And when you look at advertising now, you see interracial couples all the time. It's become part of the demographic um, that they use where you have you always have to have one of each. I used to be a commercial actor, by the way. So whenever you go to <laughs> so an, you know. whenever you go to an audition, yeah, I was like whenever you go to an audition, all of the demographics are sitting in the room and your demographic looks like you. Well, you know? and, and so the demographics have weird. gotten much it, larger, as you and I probably have yeah. recently discussed about job applications and what is asked yeah. on job yeah. applications now about sexual orientation, sexual for gender identity, what do you identify as, yes. and all yes. of the different terms. So it is, and again, in advertising, and you're going, I'm seeing it, everybody is, it's just very open to everyone and any type of relationship and and any type of, you know, commitment that two or three individuals or four individuals will have to themselves. So times have changed. They really have. Yeah. It's, 
I have a hard time keeping up with that, to be honest with you. I, I've I've seen some of those mm-hmm. and I look and I like when when did this name come around? Yeah. And I have to talk to somebody in HR and ask, um, you know, ask like somebody and, you know, because we're not a big company, no. you know, so I, I'll talk to somebody at a, a larger company. So what is what does this term mean? You know, and I'll they'll come back and explain, well, the foundation of it is this and this and this and this. But, you know, I never see. But that's the thing. I never see like, um, you know, any form of concessions, you know, made in regards to age. And, and I don't know if that will happen you know do you think it ever will <laughs> i i it would be really nice it really would be and, and again you know what laws are out there about you know giving opportunity to all these different types of individuals based on yeah. everything um so maybe age yeah. will come in there i mean it it, it is viewed as something that's not to be discriminated against um but it still happens and i mean it happened to me i mean it happened to me Mm. numerous times but you know some were much worse than others or i could just say one was probably much worse than others um but yeah so i know if i'm yeah go ahead i was gonna say what did that look like when it happened to you it was just so blatant and it actually was a phone interview. It was initial phone screen. Um, I made it past that. And literally, like probably 10, 15, 10 minutes into the conversation, the person who was talking to me, who, who was another woman, um, a young woman, but she said, I just want to stop you right, right, you know, right now. And I was like, okay, what's going on? She said, well, I'm not going to move further with your candidate, with, with your, as a candidate. And I was like, well, why? She's like, well, you've been out of the game for about six or seven years, and you haven't mentioned LinkedIn at all. And I've been waiting for you to mention it. And I was like, are you serious? And I said, how do you think you and I got connected? How do you think I found out about this job? Why do I have to have a conversation about LinkedIn? I will. But she made the determination and she said, you've been out of the game for a while. Technology has changed. And oh, and I, I, I literally stopped and said, you have got to be kidding me. And I said, yeah. wow, I cannot believe what just came out of your mouth. I'm shocked. And I wouldn't even consider working with you or for you based on what you just said. And how she just flat out stopped me and was like, sorry, you're just a little too old and you're not with it technically. And I was so shocked. I mean, she didn't say those exact words, but that's exactly what she meant. You know, she's like, you've been out for, you know, six or seven years. Just by saying that, that's what she was saying to me. Yeah. Is that you are not relevant and you are not current. And I... I have never, <clears throat> I don't like writing bad reviews, but yeah. I did for that company. And I went on Glassdoor and I wrote this, you know, I said, and literally, the subject was ageism is alive and well within this company. Mm. And that's such a shame, too, because, you know, what I was mentioning before about technology, 
you know, there's there's this assumption that like if um, if you're 21 years old, and let's say you use poor grammar in a text or in a in a professional email, um, and or you forget to send the email <laughs> or you hit reply all and send it to a bunch of people, you know, if it, when somebody is young, you 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 look at it and you say, oh, they just don't have the business experience. But if somebody is maybe 51, 61, they'll look at it and say, ugh, you know, look at grandpa, grandma trying to use the email again, you know, sending it. It's a lot of these a lot of these stereotypes are just built up in advertising and media that create the story or the the, um, you know, the, they, they create the anecdote for what people can grasp onto when it comes to ageism. Well, this is going to happen here. Mm-hmm. You know, in my experience, I've learned that people from, you know, who are, I mean, the fact is, is that when you get older, you do get different, you know, but men and women are different. We're all different. You know, that's, we're not just one big gray label, no, we are not. right? It's, uh, no, I mean, it's so, if, so to look at it like, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been making some of the same <laughs> tech mistakes for, I don't know how long, <laughs> but if somebody came up to me and said, you know, you're too old to learn this. I was like, give me five minutes. Yeah. You know, right alongside me. You know, it's don't piss me off. (laughs) Do not do that (laughs) because I will learn it. You know, it's (laughs) I will I will learn this faster. And not only that, I will have an understanding of the psychology and the agenda behind why it was built. You know, and that's that's the kind of thing that, you know, I'll I'll tell you about an interview Mm -hmm. I had uh, with this. Um uh, it's I, I'm not ripping on Peloton now, but it, it did involve their company. Uh, but it did happen with them. And what had happened was that they were a startup at the mm-hmm. time. And I, and I had worked in startups. So I had heard about this one. And I said, oh, well, you know, customer service management job at a startup, and it's Peloton. So I go in there, and it's a young company. So all their product demos or their bikes or whatever are set up in this room. I walk in there, and uh, I'm in like a business casual outfit, like what an entrepreneur would wear. You know, and and um, everybody in there is in sweatpants and and sneakers yeah. and t-shirts and stuff, and and the group was mm-hmm. very young. You know, and I just came in and I smiled right away and I said, "How's that?" And the second I smiled, the way that I saw faces around me drop, I just said, "What the hell just happened yeah. in here?" You know, and and in talking to them and listening to them, and I was just being friendly. I was just talking to them, listening to it to the description of the job. And I said, Oh, this sounds great. I said, that'd be so much fun. It's, you know, it it looks like a great place to work. And yeah, that was, that was it. I, I, when I was, I was actually a client, by the way, of find my profession Mm -hmm. for a year. And, and what had happened during that year was at the time I was only, I was only 43, I think. And during that year, same thing over and over again, phone screen goes great. Good, good phone screening. First time I walk in the room and they look at my face and they realize how old I am. Bang, that's it. Yeah. You know, and and that, that was the thing that really just told me. That's actually why I left New York in 2019. Because mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I, I got to get out of this place. I, I, yeah, I would say this. Everybody here in New York thinks they know everything and they clearly don't. So, you know, it's if they want to all learn how to make mistakes on their own, it's <laughs> absolutely. But that is one yeah. thing about startups and these young, like relatively young companies is that yeah. they are looking for like minded, like looking people. 
So yeah. when you don't fit, when you walk in and you just know you're sticking out like a sore thumb, you might not be getting the job, not because of you don't have the qualifications, but because you don't fit the culture, which is always, I love that. You don't quite fit the yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the irony in all of it. I think is the, uh, you know, the, the 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 group of people who are against ages. I mean, not ages. They're against racism, gender bias, blah blah blah. Are the most tribal, judgmental um, individuals yeah. in the yeah. world, and that's that's just the the hypocrisy of it. And it's um, you know, it it's one thing that has always shaken me because I'm one that one person to call out say, you know, it's kind of funny that <laughs> you. <laughs> You know, you're saying, I don't know, I could go off on that one. I would, I would rant, but I mean, it's, it's, um, but there is one thing I wanted to mm -hmm. touch on though. Like when, when it happened to you, yes. like, uh, you did the review, you know, did you ever consider taking it further or like, uh, EEOC or, or, uh, no, did that ever come no. into your mind? Because I, no. I knew it wouldn't go anywhere, um, and, yeah. and probably more effort on my part. And they would get publicity out of it, but they would still get yeah. publicity out of it. So it wasn't, it wasn't a place that I wanted to go. But I will tell you one thing, Stephen. I mm -hmm. felt so crappy about myself after that. Yeah. I, it was awful. And I was like, wow, yeah. I am just not going to be able to get a job. This is how people view me. You know, even yeah. with that person saying, oh, your experience is amazing. Don't tell me my experience is amazing if you're going to blow me off like that and say something so pretty yeah. awful. Um, but it was me getting myself out of that doldrum yeah. and saying, I'm not going to let this person win. And I didn't. I hear him. You know, it's... This it reminds me of um, uh, a, a situation that I had with a company uh, 2013, and I told a, a gentleman I was working for that I wanted to leave, and he told me that I shouldn't. And I I said to him that I said, well, why do you talk like this company's going to be sold off anyway, and you don't want me to leave? And he says he says, well, you're turning 40, so you're never going to find work after this. Oh my this gosh, company. you are kidding me. And I rolled my eyes and I said, you, I said, I'm 40. And I, I laughed. I said, wait a minute. When the hell did I turn 40? I just, you know, I'm looking around. And I said, I don't feel that way. I don't, I don't look that way. I've, I've been blessed with some nice jeans. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, my mom, my mom gifted me with some very boyish yeah, looking face. You know, so, a boss would uh, say that to you is amazing. Yeah. And talk yeah. about going to HR on that. Right. Right, and then and then when it's this, well, I was gonna say when it's the same boss that then goes around there and talks about equality for all and all that stuff. I'm like, you realize, like, okay, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we have an agenda here. And, uh, yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? One of um. One of the things, though, I could say it's um. I, I wanted to know how you dealt with it when you felt it was affecting your career. Because I have, I have something to say about that too, and it won't be as long as my discussion with advertising. But how did how did you react when you felt it was affecting your 
search. Did you change anything? Did you try anything different? No, I didn't. Um, I just mm. figured that I would uh, keep going along and have, but I always had that in the back of my mind that yeah. it was a possibility and that would, it was going possibility that it may happen to every job that I applied to and anyone that I spoke to. So it was just changing my mindset, which is really horrible mm -hmm. um, to have to do that. But I figured I've been out for a couple of years. So maybe she, I even thought maybe she's right. And, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I am just, I'm just too old or whatever. And I started thinking about this and it was just, it, it, it bothered me so much. I just didn't want to let it win. Yeah. But sometimes there is no place yeah. to take it. Um, I mean, there's a group. There are some groups on LinkedIn, the ageism groups, the over 50s and whatever. So mm -hmm. you're not old enough to join, but you probably could if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would throw you out um, or not let you in. Yeah. But there's there's there are ageism groups on LinkedIn. And, and so that helps a lot. Um, because I'm not the only yeah, one affected I, by it. I actually, I, I usually get into some debates and I don't know if they're trolls or not, <laughs> or it's, if it's just AI, <laughs> could be. but, uh, I, I usually get into debates with people about ageism because my view of it is, is that, um, yeah, I, I, it just comes from the have working in startups and being disruptive <laughs> all the time and stuff. It's just to look at it like, Hey, you know what? Um, I said, I'm not going to look at this like, okay, I'm 50 and now my chances of getting work are done. I'm going to look at it like, look, you know, we are the generation that ushered in as children, uh, latchkey kids, um, the first women's movement in the 70s. Uh, we dealt with, you know, AIDS. We dealt with, uh, you know, 9-11. Yeah. We dealt and, – and through all the changes in technology, and there's a lot of people like me – who in 1995, when Windows 95 mm -hmm. came out, their college education was rendered useless. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had to seamlessly adapt mm -hmm. to technology in a couple of months. And, you know, and, and I, I look at that time and I said, yeah, sure, I was 21 when I did that. But if I approach things with the same kind of um, ambition, or youthful ambition or vigor that I had when I was 21, I'm going to get through it, you know, and, and it's, and, and I see it that way as far as somebody who's 50 plus, I'm like, wait, we are the analog generation. Okay. We, we went from plugging in things behind the television to, you know, to CDs and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, streaming. I said, we could handle it. Don't ever, I don't ever want to hear from anybody that, that I am slow with technology. Yeah, I mean, honestly, because... and, and you're not. You're not, actually. The only yeah. reason we're, we can do this podcast is because you're technically savvy. <laughs> so, uh, okay. so I owe all that to you. But if you think about the fact that your mom worked until she was 75, you look at what kind of role mm -hmm. model that you had for someone that stayed the course. And I think that yeah. that's important for kids to see their parents working. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, I I I want everyone to know 
if I could scream this and maybe hire one of those planes to fly by a beach. You can. With the sign on the back, you know. <laughs> I think I will next summer and film it. <laughs> Make for good good content. And, uh, you know, I'll do this thing where it'll just say, ageism will affect you yeah, one day. Exactly. Because. Exactly. It will. And that's actually, it I just, just remembered, that is one thing I said to that gal during that that yeah. that really amazing interview um and i said to her i yeah. said wow i just cannot wait to talk to you in 10 or so years i said right. that to her <laughs> and yeah. she was probably like mm, mm, mm. Uh, god knows i'm sure she called me every name in the book once we hung up but uh <laughs> i didn't care I, I did i got my digs in so i felt better and i was very professional about it as well but no right Right. I People mean, that's, are that's going all you to can... be like that. I was never like that when I was younger and recruiting for corporations and staffing. I was always an advocate, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But I, I was always an advocate for some for the older population, um, those seasoned workers, as they, they would say. Um, I just thought mm. that. The skills were amazing, and they were all transferable, and why not take a chance? It was talking hiring managers into that, which was always sometimes difficult, um, but not always difficult. So it really depends on the person. I did the same thing when I was when I was hiring, working with a, a tech company. It was between like 07 and mm -hmm. 2012. Um they used to always wonder how come I was trying to hire people in the, in the late 40s. And I said, I was like, look at their experience. I mean, this—they got so much to offer. The stories they tell me are so great. Mm -hmm. They know, they know yeah. so much. Like, why aren't you, why aren't you jumping on this? You know, this is—it's it, presented to you. It should be a gift. It's wisdom. It's yeah. You know. I mean, but if somebody has the skills <laughs> for the job, that's what's yeah. the most important thing. Is the person is qualified, and you know, hearing oh, you're overqualified, which is another ageism thing that drives me nuts. Um, and yeah. I'm sure you've heard it too. And you've probably heard some of our clients that say, oh, you're just overqualified. And it's yeah. like, no, actually, you're underqualified. What do you it, say to that? I know. <laughs> you know, I've, I look at it like it was, well, as we know, um, you know, the CEO of Find My mm -hmm. Profession. And uh, I, I hope I don't get... You know, get him angry at me for mentioning him, but you know he's he is twenty years younger than me. So, being the first hire, um, at his uh, he was twenty three, I was forty three, and he wrote about it a couple mm -hmm. times on LinkedIn. Now the other the other thing with me though too was that I um, have a disability, so I was being told that my disability, my being overqualified, uh, my age was keeping me out of work. You know, and he hired me, and then he writes about it. And there were, and I'm not going to mention who it was because I probably blocked him on LinkedIn <laughs> anyway. But I, I remember, I remember his name. You know, writes this post one day making fun of me as the first hire of the company, saying something to the effects of, "Yeah, I know a great idea. Let me hire a disabled 43 year old." You know, and and uh, that's a that's a great way to run a company. What an idiot! And. And I, I, you know, I looked at this thing and I, and I, you know, I could have, I just, I, I let, I let it go. I, I said, I could have, I could blast this guy, 
sideways, and and I just said forget it, yeah, just leave it. They're alone. not worth it. And bes- besides, besides, you know, I didn't want Mike to look at me and be like, well, why are you starting fights? Was like, wait, don't don't start fights with people. Um, but that was that's really, I was I was shocked by it, you know, and you know, as as I think we've we've seen now with this company that we've grown uh very well in the past five years and the the large majority of people who have been hired have been uh much older than than him no everybody's and, older um, than mike the majority of yeah, people and are it's, yeah it's he's a very young ceo it's yeah I, I mean and it's it's actually the thing i remember was that he found um what he loved about working with me and this other person mm-hmm. uh, heather who doesn't no, work I with know. us any longer i know about her yeah, and and he liked that we were autonomous, that we were trustworthy, loyal, and we worked very hard, and we were very smart. And that those are very hard qualities to find sometimes um, when you're starting out. Yeah, you know, especially especially autonomy. That is a huge thing. See, I'm gonna work hard because. I have this thing like where I don't want to suck. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we all you know, have that. Just a I little don't bit. Wanna, uh, I know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be bad at my job because I have integrity, mm-hmm. and I am afraid of being bad at something. You know, I, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's just how it is. So I'll work to make sure I don't have that happen. Yeah. And you know, and there were people sometimes that were hired that didn't act that way. They didn't care. They figured like, oh, great, look at this. <laughs> I could, you know, and that was that was tough. Mm-hmm. That was a tough, um, tough thing. I mean, but I don't. But regardless, I don't. I don't think age has anything to do with that. I think that's all about a person's integrity, um, sense of self worth, pride. It's, yeah, it's somebody's work ethic. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. how they present themselves. What type of employee they want to be. What type of person they want to be. Um, so, and again, skills are skills. So the fact that yeah, a lot of yeah. companies and a lot of places are passing up really talented people because of whatever ism that they want to throw in there to say mm-hmm. this person isn't right, they're the ones losing. And then the find my professions yeah. of the world and find my profession is the one that's winning. Yeah. I, I I definitely think it will be, um, and I and I think you know I I want to make this you know final point. I said like I think that uh, I think ageism will meet its match with our age group, just because you know of a simple belief that we all come home again, and what we did as kids uh, comes back to us when we're older, and and I think that that sense of you know, fight that I had when mm-hmm. I was younger, um, the sense of like, you know, raising yourself because mom had to work two jobs and dad wasn't around. Um, I, I could never stand for somebody saying you can't do this because of your age. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my initial reaction is you can't do what you do because of your intelligence, you know, and, and it's not, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a react, it's, it's something in my mind, but it, it's something that, you know, in my mind that keeps me going that says, Hey, um, don't listen to any yeah. of that crap. Just keep looking until you find the right person. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah. couldn't agree more. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it worked out for me. And, uh, and I'm very happy. 
So yeah, give, let's give like one final. What, what would be like one final tip that you would give to somebody who who you feel is dealing with ageism? Just focus on your skills. Focus on networking, which you and I both know is key. Getting mm-hmm. out, and meeting people. You can network in person at networking events, and you can network via LinkedIn continue to do that because you will eventually find the right people that are going to want to hire you. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm along those lines too. I, I tell people, forget your age. If they want to be concerned about it, let them be, but focus on what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I got the job at Find My Profession, was I spoke to Mike for about a year on LinkedIn, just giving advice here and there. If he had a question, I would give him answers. And I was just offering what I knew how to do yeah. to people. And I said, you know, just focus on what you can offer and not on the studies and all the, the horrible news out there. Absolutely. We all know that. Absolutely. Ex- there is hope. There is hope. And again, for all of those that do bring ageism into the hiring process, there are also those that absolutely do not. So look for them. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Iris. I'm going to stop here. Yeah, it was great to talk to you about this today. I don't get to very much. And if we get in trouble at work, I'll, I'll, I'll... Say I started it, you know, I'm okay with taking the blame. So, <laughs> what are we going to get in trouble over? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just always had that fear. I know. It comes from my youth. So I will. <laughs> so thank you again. Thank now. you. And uh, yeah, this has been Job Therapy. And uh, thanks so much. Bye, for everyone. Listening. This has been Job Therapy with Iris Zimmerman and Steve Lowell. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and not necessarily the opinions of Find My Profession Management. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit us on LinkedIn or at findmyprofession.com.